The independent review into the tax leak scandal at consulting firm PwC will be released later today. A quick refresher, PwC shared confidential government information about multinational tax reform with its clients to help them sidestep the new laws. When the company was caught out, it asked former Telstra boss Ziggy Switkowski to do a report and now PwC is indicating it will respond by overhauling its board and boosting accountability to try and repair the company's reputation. Our senior business correspondent is Peter Ryan. Peter, how did PwC get itself into this tax scandal mess? Well, Sabri, you have to go back to 2015 when then-Treasurer Joe Hockey was preparing his budget. PwC's then-head of international tax, Peter John Collins, was called in for confidential briefings from Treasury and the Tax Office about plans for a multinational tax avoidance crackdown. He'd signed confidentiality agreements, but he shared the intelligence with other PwC partners to develop a workaround so clients could dodge tax. Now, this was referred to the Tax Practitioners Board. Late last year, Mr Collins, now no longer with PwC, was banned for two years, but the scandal exposed deep cultural, legal and ethical problems within PwC and prompted the exit of partners, including Chief Executive Tom Seymour. The former Telstra boss, Ziggy Switkowski, was brought in by PwC back in May as part of damage control to conduct an independent review. We'll see that later today, but expect to hear a lot of talk about governance, culture and accountability. Three words that sum up what was probably lacking at the top of PwC. Now, you've gained some information on what Ziggy Swikowski might be recommending. Will they make any difference to PwC's tarnished reputation? Well, Sabra, it's clear that PwC knows that change is required and one landmark change ahead of the report's release is that PwC will now apply ASX corporate governance principles to remove perceptions about a shadowy culture in the way the firm operates and how decisions are made. It will also commit to what it calls comprehensive audited financial statements by September 2025 to provide greater transparency about the secretive inner workings of the firm and in a bid to improve oversight of decisions, PwC will appoint three non-executive directors to its Australian Governance Board and that will include a non-executive chair. Now, whether the Switkowski review sways the federal government regulators or the federal police or the National Anti-Corruption Commission all seems unlikely and as with all internal reviews, the devil will be in the detail and down to just how urgently PwC implements the recommendations. What happens to the PwC staff who had absolutely nothing to do with the confidentiality breaches? When will they learn more about the review, given their careers have been damaged in the scandal? Well, it's been an anxious uh, period, Sabra. And a few months ago, PwC sold its government consulting business to the private equity firm Allegro Funds for a single dollar as part of an urgent fire sale to protect the jobs of up to 2,000 staff and 130 partners. Now, PwC Australian 
now has a new chief executive, Kevin Burrows, who was parachuted in from the firm's Singapore office as part of the damage control. He'll be briefing the firm's partners and staff later today. In a statement ahead of the review's release, Mr Burrows described the review as an important day for the firm, saying we're committed to rebuilding and re-earning trust. Now, given the scandal, that's now in very short supply, especially with a federal police investigation underway in the background. Peter Ryan there.